back. I know, same actually. Um, shot glasses. Oh yeah. Mm. Queen. It's my jam. We're coming at you live from Mexico, just exactly how we planned. Yes, exactly how we planned. At the right timing, the right place, with all the planning that we did, we're totally doing this exactly. This special episode, we promise. Yep. <laughs> um, no, we... Poppy, get the fuck out of here. Uh, we fucked it up, and we're not in Mexico. We're back in Washington, and definitely didn't record anything while we were in Mexico. Yeah. We intended to. We took all of our stuff with us, but then drama happened and we didn't. We took a not sing- between Cody and I. Cody and I have been cool. Yeah, forever. We took a singular photo of us for the Hot Boys account. Yes, one photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then also, we were supposed to post yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but here we are, just doing it. I think ever since we announced our planned release mm-hmm. schedule. It's fucked us up. We were perfect. We were batting a mm-hmm. hundred. Is that good or is it a thousand? What's a good? I'm not a baseballer. Oh yeah, you can say it's batting a thousand. Yeah, yeah. We were batting tons. <laughs> we were batting then... tens, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, as soon as we made an announcement, as soon as we made a promise, we didn't hold up. Yeah, no, we've, anymore, we've so. really fucked that one. But this is what it is. <laughs> we're here now. The thing is, I've known we're going to record all day, and I've prepped nothing to talk about. Um, Same, pretty much. I have one thing we can get to later. But, oh yeah, we went to Mexico. We were supposed to record a Mexico special. Um, But yeah. We're now not in Mexico, (laughs) nor do we have an episode (laughs) that we recorded. It's all good. This is pretty much on par for the last, like, four months. Yeah. We're trying our best here. You know, I think we told them we'd have like more video podcasts and we just did one and we forced them to watch us eat cranberry sauce. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure nobody even watched it. Yeah, let's see. Should we check how many views? Yeah, let's do a... One of the most recently searched things on my YouTube. Do you want to know what it is? Need Sucky Sucky Now Mommy Original. <laughs> it's sad that that's anything that even needs the original flair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I my forgot some searches. I forgot what I was searching. Um, fifteen views. Okay, y'all We're, came through more than I thought. It's tied with the episode with Chance and Ryan. Okay, right so now we have fifteen diehard viewers. Two weeks ago, that's a view a day. Damn, that's what I'm talking about, y'all. He just pointed at the microphone for those of you not watching. Oh yeah, which is all of you. <laughs> so my recent searches are: I shot my newborn. <laughs> Cody Co talking about Russ. Mm. That's a good one. And Eugene ranks Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sad because I pulled up Eugene ranks Zodiac when like, we were in Mexico. Yeah. That shows you how little I search and just allow the YouTube algorithm to tell, to tell you me what, what you I'm going to watch. watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm very trusting of the algorithm. They could just start feeding me mad conspiracy theories. And next thing you know, I'd be like, dude, <laughs> Holy I'm shit. telling you right now. <laughs> Big Pillow is actually run by ducks who want people to rip goose feathers out. Oh, God. Yeah, it's almost Christmas time already. 
I mean, it is Christmas time. It is Christmas time. It's almost time. Christmas day. It's almost Christmas day now. Because we got... 14... 10 days. 10 day. Holy shit. 10 days. So we have Christmas. two weeks. You know, wow. all the who's would start panicking right now because somebody would have hopped up and be like, 10 days till Christmas. And they'd have been like, holy fuck, oh my God. <laughs> and then that one dude could have everything 99% off. Yeah, it would have been total chaos. Like The mayor's being a dick somewhere. Yeah. Definitely committing some sort of crime. Mm-hmm. Out there shit talking to him, even yeah, though just talking the Grinch shit. is the fucking cheermeister. <laughs> is that his official title? Well, yeah. He, oh, Cindy he wins Lou, who the, elects yeah, him for, yeah, holiday for cheermeister. cheermeister. Come on. Ew, that scene where he's up. getting all the food Dude, Yeah, when mouth. he's just getting bukkakied with fudge and pudding. <laughs> and... Yeah, it's brutal. That's like, one of that scene makes me feel gross every time. Because it's just like... Yeah, and then when they're bouncing on the chair, and he's like... God, that would be horrible. And he motorboats the shit out of Martha May. True. Which, <laughs> which is what interesting. A, what for a, a Christmas kids miracle. Movie. Yeah. What a Christmas miracle. Those fucking cannons. Oh my God. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. Uh, She's got three cannons those, and then her Christmas light cannon. Dude, she does. And that thing's fucking crazy. We need to watch that movie again soon. I mean, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't. I've only watched. Two Christmas half, movies. Half of one. Both of which were picked by Kennedy. Both, <laughs> both of, which of which I didn't like. The first one. <laughs> Wait, what was the first one? Um, Christmas Boy or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, what the fuck was that one? It was that what it was called? Um, yeah. A Boy Named Christmas. Yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah. That one was like, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. I agree. It just, it didn't slap the way Klaus did. And you could tell it wanted to. Right. But then I tried to tell the same story that Klaus told, but in a different way. And I was like, yeah, nah, Klaus is my Santa. Like A I... boy named Christmas? Spoilers. Not my Shit. Santa. <laughs> Hashtag not my Santa. <laughs> 100%. I'd give it five hot boys out of ten. A boy named Christmas? Yeah. I was in the middle of the road. Oh, out of ten. For some reason I thought out it was out of, of five. No, no. Five. Okay, we'll do that. Two. Uh... I think ten's a better scale because you can get a little more nuance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I so say, five, five hot boys out of ten. Yeah, light five out of ten. Yeah. Uh, Klaus light though. <laughs> Klaus. Nine and a half hot boys out of ten. Agreed. Easy. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I can't think of what my would make Santa it perfect, but... is a jacked lumberjack mm-hmm. who doesn't actually want to do anything. Yeah, and it's just like, fuck. This. Yeah, he's like, I just want to live in the woods and be fucking sad. Right. Which I mean, if that's it. what he wants to do, fucking. Do your thing. Yeah. Hate him. We need to watch that soon. Yes. We need to watch The Grinch. Um, Klaus. <clears throat> What's another top one for you? Elf. What's another? Oh, yeah, Elf. Yeah. And Those like, three are like... I really like the Santa Claus. Mm. Santa Claus 2 and Santa Claus 3 and however many they went to after. Those were all hot garbage. So garbage, But yeah. the first Santa Claus is really good, and I think I like it because it starts out making me feel massively depressed, and I'm like, yes, that's what the holidays are about. <laughs> the first one does? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a bummer of a movie. Like, Charlie doesn't want to visit his dad. He's like, do I have to? But it's all yeah, his dad's true. been waiting for. But his dad's also a workaholic. Right, so he's not actually giving the time. Yeah, and then they go to Denny's because he burns Christmas dinner. Spoiler Oh, and it's all the other dads with their sons there. That's right. And then just the most depressing moment in all of cinema. When Charlie goes, 
I'll get some chocolate milk. And the the waiter at Denny's goes, we're all out of chocolate milk. And he goes, regular milk's fine. Oh, my God. And you're like, yeah, fuck your Christmas, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, shit. I forgot about that whole part. Wow, you remember. You really did remember those sad details. Dude, yeah, that whole movie is locked in me. Sorry, guys. Cat intrusion. Um, That's like that video I was telling you about the other day where the person was pretending to be the waiter. They're like, what would you like to drink? Okay, Dr. Pepper, great. And then what about you, little one? It's like milk. And they're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Why, like, what were and kids doing going around ordering milk? Most meal, it's such a weird thing, you know, is that push by milk to build strong bones. So they put commercials out and people were like, I guess I have to serve They've my got kids milk, milk posters with, with the famous people. Stuff. Yeah, so then there's a whole generation of people who grew up drinking <laughs> milk with their steak yeah, in meals shit. that don't deserve to have milk like cereal yeah right like need some liquid there yeah like you know cake absolutely right Fucking oreos done yeah necessary right Fried chicken. <laughs> Red meat. A fucking <laughs> pasta. Yeah, fucking shrimp Caesar salad <laughs> and milk. Ew. That's a horrible combination. And, and it's a thick boy. Yeah, because the people who make people drink milk at dinner. <laughs> make people drink yeah, milk. Yeah, like the people who are like, my kids are all drinking milk at dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're also, they're not buying skim milk and like 2% milk. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be important here in a moment. I hate whole milk. Mm-hmm. Mostly because just out of the bottle it's awful. Yeah. But also it heats up so quick. Mm. So like within two minutes of having Gross. a full glass of whole milk poured, it's like tepid and like room temperature. <laughs> and its taste drastically changes. I can't, It gets sweeter. I've never noticed that. I mean, like, I drank whole like, milk in And I feel like because also years. whole milk just isn't as cold out of the bottle. As like right. your more watery milks, like skim mm. milk. If I have to drink milk, which I usually just drink milk, well, whole milk is practically a solid, so the freezer, the freezing point is a lot, higher. yeah, way higher, so it doesn't get nearly as cold in the fridge. But or like lower, skim milk is like close to right, you know, water more. consistency, which I really like, which is why it makes it really easy for me to drink like milk replacements because right. I actually prefer that consistency anyway right because whole milk's nasty <laughs> and the thing is got milk posters and commercials if it's stuck to your lip like that your milk is bad yeah what are That's you doing sour there's milk there's kid. chunkies in that milk for sure yeah and i know that for a fact because the only times milk Ugh. has stuck to my lip were the few unfortunate occasions in which i chugged a big old swig with spoiled ass milk with the appropriate meals it was with breakfast <laughs> do you remember uh last year this time we were all driving around and cameron had bought it was on last week or not last week's last episode cameron was on but she graciously bought us all this milk that she really really likes from a local farm here in washington and she bought like a chai one a strawberry one and a chocolate one at pike place and we all were gonna try it and i was driving around downtown and I started to drink the chocolate one, and there was a goddamn chunk that t- that went into my mouth. It did. It went all into you. And I was driving. And you took the christening sip, didn't you? Yes. You were smashing the champagne bottle on the side of that fucking yeah. cruise and ship. It was literally like, 
It says to shake it, so we shook it up. Now I drank it, and then a wet little slobbery chunk went into my mouth, and I was driving, and I thought I was going to wreck the car. <laughs> That's how bad it was. But I swallowed it, which is the grossest. Ugh, it gives Sometimes me chills you get to, to think a point about though, it. Where you're like, I just have to do this. It's just a couple steps away from being cheese. So really, I would have yeah, but... eaten it in a couple weeks. So I right. might as well. I just I don't even like cheese, cheese that out much. Of chocolate milk though. Chocolate cheese. Yeah. A dessert cheese. Wonder why they haven't. You put on apples because people already put cheese on apples. Put chocolate cheese on apples. Trademark. Uh, hot boys. Yeah, this is our Chocolate idea. Chocolate cheese. Um, fuck you. <laughs> if you can make cheese, you make it, but you have to give us the credit for it. Or call it the hot boys cheese or something. Yeah, hot boy cheese. Unless it tastes like trash. Yeah. And then, then don't associate it with us. Why would you make that, you psycho? This episode is sponsored by hot boy cheese. <laughs> if it exists and is good. <laughs> Find it at your local 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> would you try chocolate cheese? Um... Probably. Just for the... FOMO? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah, I don't like a lot of cheeses. I don't like cheese in general, really. I don't like fancy cheese. I like... I called it today, earlier today, I referred to it as poor people cheeses. Like, mm. cheeses with low melting points yeah. tend to be what I like more. That's Like, fair. your mozzarella is your mm-hmm. Colby Jacks. Or just like your good... bagged shredded cheese. Right. Okay, those are fair. I'll I'll sprinkle some of that, but it's like some people like douse their food in cheese. If it's liquid cheese, I will. I just I don't use that much cheese. I consider liquid cheese a soup that you can pour onto things. Like, but it's there's perfectly acceptable soup. if you just have a bowl of mm. queso. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I love queso with like a couple tortilla strips in it. Oh, so you would just eat that as soup? Yeah, like a bowl of queso. Hell yeah, the right queso for sure mm. on the border. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would require Taco a, something to dip in it. Because some soups, I think, are solely dipping soups. Mm. Where you have a spoon to every now and then take a bite of it like soup. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the time, your vehicle of soup delivery is bread. Right. Or, you know, a cracker. Like tomato soup or, feels like a dipping soup. Yeah, for grilled cheese. Yeah. But you just shouldn't eat tomato soup because it's the stupidest of the soups. <laughs> Kennedy's gonna shred your ass. You know what? She can try. She has terrible taste in some <laughs> Tomato soup is good with grilled cheese. I wouldn't just order or in a bread bowl. But the, as soon as your piece of grilled grilled cheese is gone, it's no longer. Then good. you're just eating tomato paste. Yeah, it's not good anymore. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, you know, if you're eating, I don't know, a bowl of queso. <laughs> Once your chips are gone, you're still eating queso, right? <laughs> and still enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> queso in a bread bowl. Queso in a chip bowl. Queso in a tortilla bowl. There oh we go. Oh my god. Done. It took a couple it's seconds holy to get shit. there. We're getting we there. It. Iterative process. <laughs> hey, if you make that, you're going to have to credit us with it, okay? <laughs> it's, it's called Hot Boy Soup. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing big things out here. Big, and big moves. I'm not even going to put the disclaimer on that one only if it's good because we know it's good. It's a it's age old flavor be. combination. Exactly. No, Kennedy is a big like um, fancy cheese person. Not fancy, fancy. But she likes like the Merlot crusted um, Gouda and shit like that. Like the fanciest I'll go is Brie and it's because I can melt it onto some carbs. Right. 
literally that's the only time I've ever eaten it is when you and I made it. What well, I should say, you made it. Yeah, I'm not so fucking you chopped I wasn't it. Get all up in you it, chopped but. it. Chopped the bread, put it in the bread, and then put it in the oven, and it was amazing. Yeah. And I that was lobster night. Fully fabricated the entire idea as well. Mm. From ground up, it was my baby. Right. So right. You it were was, literally just there to eat. I was. It and say, this I was is there good. to maybe maybe start the oven <laughs> because we were also cooking other things at the time. But that's okay, because a truly great invention is everybody's. It's meant to be shared. Yeah. Mm. Socialism. <laughs> Socialism. Dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. We can't go there. I'll talk all night. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's a three hour long, it's our honestly, longest episode. You had me for Christmas, and if you didn't get me, like, the Kanye's manifesto. manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> like... I'll be pretty bummed. I didn't. I did not get you. Do you the think they put you manifesto? on like a list if you if order you buy that? the Communist Manifesto? That'd maybe, be pretty shitty because it's like I want to buy ago. a book about the like the ultimate book about sharing, and they're like, I'm gonna fucking keep yeah. my eyes on you. You buy Animal Farm next, and like, okay, <laughs> okay, this guy has got to go down. Then Fahrenheit 451, and they're like, oh my, 1984. We should have like, burned those books already. <laughs> But you buy 1984, and they're like, okay, he's back on the good list. He's back on the nice list. He's fine. I'll safety buy, like, Joel Osteen's books. There we go. And they'll be like, oh, no. He's a selfish asshole. Right. (laughs) No, your Christmas gift is... There is one specific piece, and we're... It's going to be amazing. It's a lot of hard work that got put into this. And I'm really excited about it. Because it's a... You can't get it anywhere else. I'm going to be equally touched and annoyed if it's, like, handmade. It's not handmade. Okay. Because that would... I'm not that creative. <laughs> and that's why I think I'd be annoyed, because I'd be like... Right. I appreciate the sentiment that went into this. But you could have just bought something. But, yeah, how can I use this? Yeah, yeah. It's along those lines. So, like, technically I could have handmade it, but I didn't. Oh, it's a Shutterfly book? No, God, no. Thank you. Good. I think I had that much time or that much patience to sit down and do that. Oh, you built me a gaming PC? I already have one. <laughs> yeah. I just built one last year. It's actually for me. It's a gift to me so that we, so can, that play we can play together. together. Okay, well, I haven't been playing a lot of video games, so that's really selfish of you. Um, speaking of, I did not pack our PS4, and I have a game that we need to play. Oh, what is it? Is it's it a Assassin's game. Creed it's a, again? No, it's a co- Oh, my God. We could still play that because it's still on there, and I haven't beat it yet. Um, but it's a co-op game, split mm-hmm. screen, where you're two prisoners and you help each other break out of jail. And I haven't oh. played it. What kind of jail are we talking about? Like, like prison, ancient medieval prison. dungeon, no, no, or no, like, like modern, prison. modern day, like maximum security prison. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's got like Do Shawshank I get to Redemption punch vibes. Some like corrupt guards in the nutsack. Probably. Cool. I don't know. I bought it because I was like, this is a co-op game and it looks dope. Do we get to hunt down the owner of the private prison that we're residing in and be like, <laughs> hey, this is actually pretty fucked up and you're and kind of using this as like a loophole in the 13th Amendment to, money to have legal slavery? Uh, maybe. And then just like... I've never played it. That's, beat the dick off of them? That would give it a, a 10 out of 10 hot boy rating. Oh, yeah. We'll see. We have to play it. Though. Love socially conscious video games. Yeah. If you have socially conscious video games, let us know. Because yeah. we'll play them. Like Among Us. I'm just kidding. You can edit it's... that out. Among Us is very 2020. Yeah. It's, it's almost topical. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
fuck? What the fuck were we just talking about before? Oh, the gift. Anyway, it's not, it's in the works. I still have to, I have yet to get it in. And there's still one more piece of your gift waiting. But I'm excited. I think we're going to, I'm going to film it and put it on the Hot Boys um, Instagram. Is it a working guillotine? Yes. Cool. Damn, how'd you guess that? I, I just, guess. you know, I've always wanted one. <laughs> not to use, but just to be like, hey, I'll, I'll use this. You know who is the worst? Sorry, um, Kennedy, to call you out like this. You know who is the worst? Fucking drag that oh. bitch. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> the worst about surprises or gifts is your sister, my loving wife. She cannot stand not knowing what she's getting. Or if she doesn't know, she's going to ask a million questions to then just try and figure out what it is. So I've learned to like just give her the most generalized hint I can just to like just to like entertain the idea that I'm going to tell her eventually until she actually gets it. And so like like this year, we normally don't do Christmas gifts for each other, but I bought her a Christmas gift. She's like, "Well, like, come on, give me a hint, give me a hint." And I said, "It's you would never guess what it is, but it's something you need." So so broad. So then See, that I way. hate those hints. Especially because I get it because I personally, I'm weird because I like getting gifts because I like having stuff. Mm. But I don't like <clears throat> having to react to receiving the gift. Right. Like, I would be much more happy if the universe just said, like, all of a sudden it's like, hey, here you go. This is something. And I'd be like, mm. cool. Thanks, yeah, universe. Yeah. Right. And it wouldn't care that I didn't give this, like, really great reaction because it's right. like, I'm the fucking universe. This, mm-hmm. You're a speck. <laughs> you are not so i'd be like sweet thank you thanks universe cool mm-hmm. i have this now but like what are what are the five love languages the ones like um, give me prezzies so there's gift giving yeah uh, so gift giving is so i've i'm split three ways on because there's how you receive and how you give love. yeah so i'm split three ways almost equally like exact percentages on quality time mm. Physical touch and words of affirmation. Mm. Gift giving and acts of service are such <laughs> tiny little barrel. slices for me. <clears throat> like, I don't need people to give me gifts. I don't need people to, like, do things for me. Mm. Like, I like being self-sufficient. I like providing for myself. Yeah, yeah. And so even when I get something that I like, really want and I'm genuinely excited about, mm-hmm. I feel like my reaction always falls short. And then I'm, like, oh, very dude. anxious about it and, like, self-conscious yeah. about my reaction. when I'm, like, no, I really do love this. Yeah. So then, then you're when it's something it. that I don't like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm pulling it off because I think people think I don't like the gifts that I do like. <laughs> right. So it's even worse. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm really not and selling then, this now. Maybe if I'm selling it way better because it's something that I don't like, hmm. then people think that that's more of the type of gift that I want. <laughs> and I keep getting shit. Here's something to ease your anxiety. Let's film your reaction to opening your Christmas gift this year, and then we'll analyze it on the I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We want. I've got that. a better idea. Let's film me receiving a gift, and then you can continue to film me as you take me out to the backyard and murder me <laughs> before I ever have to see any of that footage. <laughs> Does that sound fair? Does that sound like a deal? Yeah, a deal. No. A Christmas miracle for your boy. I honestly... Receiving gifts is probably one of the hardest things. I feel like... Giving gifts is so fun and it's so like, oh, I like, I worked on this. I like 
put thought into this and you're proud of that. And it's not like when I give you this gift, it's not like I'm expecting you to have this big reaction because I know because we're so close that you appreciate it. It's going to be real awkward if it's trash then. I'll have it's, to be brutally honest. No, no, no. Here's the, here's the best thing about drawing you for Christmas is it's basically like shopping for myself. Like I can literally shop for things that would be like, oh, I know I would enjoy this and I know you would appreciate it. Like our Venn diagram of things, because like when we were talking with Clint a while back, like him and I's Venn diagram has a sliver of stuff quoted from Clint that is an overlap. <laughs> you and I have a much larger overlap of things, which makes it a lot That's easier for me to buy gifts. Wow. You bought me a new camera lens? <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Like the fucking... That would be. I feel bad, though, because uh, I'm not. only going to get excited if it's... I get specific <laughs> ones. And the minimum the is minimum like requirement. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, anyway, don't worry about the reaction. I'll even leave the room when you open. But then there's a weird... <laughs> then I got to come back in the room, and then you got to be like, hey. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Thank you. Cool. No. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I hate receiving gifts. It's not my love language. Yeah, I'm pretty great hard. because you know my three love languages are the ones that don't require people to <laughs> that do don't stuff require physical. Like, yeah. yeah, how good am I? <laughs> and I think it's because I just spend you know a lot of time figuring out how to love myself. Mm. So I bought myself all the shit and did all the stuff I needed to get done. Right, that's the fucking hardest <laughs> so thing. I became self sufficient there. That's the hardest thing I think for you and I both is if we want something. Chances are in a week or two, we get, we've talked about this before, we get so tunnel vision on something that we'll probably just end up buying it fairly quickly. So when it comes to this time of year, Kennedy's really good at not buying stuff for herself and like just subtly giving me hints at like, hey, I want this. And then I fucking miss those hints for like six months. And then finally she has to like straight up tell me, hey, by the way, did you write this down? And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> For you and I, it like, yeah, it takes some planning and takes some time because I think we're just so bad about like Ariana grande that shit. And yeah. And I see it. I want it. I got it. I got it. You know, it's just mine now. And it's so hard. And like, I just, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. I power research <laughs> when I like stuff. Like, do you know how many? <laughs> the focus that I put like, when I get I ingrained. Look like, Charlie in that episode of Always Sunny with his fucking conspiracy <laughs> the conspiracy. theories. <laughs> like, I was shopping for a fucking rain jacket the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. I had at least 20 tabs open of mm-hmm. full in-depth reviews on for sure. my top five choices based on a yep. specific article that I read. And I was like, yep. okay, I'm going to read the in-depth reviews on those. Okay, and then I have each of those tabs open on REI and I'm going through... Like the reviews, and I'm like, okay, are you saying what this person's saying, or is this person kind of blowing up a bunch of smoke up my wall? Exactly. My you gotta, you gotta cross check. Yeah, and if I had that drive for school, if they were like, hey, I need you to write me a research paper <laughs> about a graphics card, <laughs> it would have been so great. Or yeah, about mm-hmm. a pair of tennis shoes mm-hmm. or a bicycle. Yep. I would write such a good paper. Literally. Like. And then I should also get paid by all the companies that I buy shit from because I give out so many (laughs) The reviews. Yeah, the suggestions. Like, I should get an affiliate link. (laughs) I made, I got two of my friends to buy the same Sony camera that I have. Holy shit. That thing was $1,400 after tax. Literally. And I got two people to buy it within 
a couple months of me having mine. Dude. Affiliate link. Yeah, like... Drop that shit. Get me that link, daddy. For real. I'm not gonna lie. Nothing feels better to me than when I suggest something to somebody and, and they, then they buy it. And, and they're then, happy with yeah, it. Yeah, subsequently they're like, this is fucking yeah. sick. Now it's I awkward when they're like, oh yeah, I kind of use it. You're like, ooh, yeah. So you're like, well, was that just a hobby you were just gonna kind of get into anyway? Right, right. Like, did it matter what you bought? Right. But like... My friends who've gotten those cameras, like, mm. they like, um, like, yep. one of them I'll go hang out with at work and show them, like, the little things that I've learned on it. Oh. The other one will, like, text me and I'll be like, hey, like, what's this for? Mm-hmm. What does this do? And sometimes I don't even know, but I have this <laughs> reputation up. <laughs> so you so have to go I research. start looking it up. And then I'm doing this fucking research for them. And I'm like, oh, that's what it does. Cool. And then like, I oh, learn things. You learn it. So I get better. Right. That's why they say teaching is the best, the best like, way, to way to learn something. So, honestly, that is the best feeling when someone buys something. Like, yo, great suggestion. You're like, mm. that's why I try to do it for other Love people. That for you. What I hate though is when somebody gives me a suggestion, but I haven't started my research yet. <laughs> yeah. so, so you have I to prolong the process way better. <laughs> And then it takes longer for me because I'm always trying to justify it against what my friend told me because I want to give them that good feeling. But then I'm like, you just went in and said, I need this. Somebody said, get this. Like mm-hmm. You said, okay. I did all my research and this is know, the B better is option to me. You bought A for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody who doesn't know what they're doing has A. And then it's that awkward scenario where then you do end up buying option B yeah, because you did your research. And then you have to explain to them Great suggestion, but not great enough. Yeah, <laughs> because I didn't listen to you, and I went with the other one. That's I think a that's great when conversation. you know going forward, it's one of those areas where I think it's acceptable to lie. Mm-hmm. I might just be like, I decided not to get into that hobby at all. <laughs> <laughs> you like just hide that part of your life yeah. forever they from can that person. Never know about it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. my problem is, is I do research, and it always causes me to spend way more money than right. I originally planned. Like I'll yeah. say, here's my original budget. Yeah. Do some research. A week later, I'm like, okay, here's my budget. Mm-hmm. Two months down the line, my budget triples at least. <laughs> when I started shopping for a camera, it was 400 bucks. Yeah. When you first texted me, you're like, I'm looking for like a mid range, like around 500, maybe like top of the range, 700 bucks <clears throat> just to get started. Yeah. And then I fucking blew a whole skinny. <laughs> a month later. A month later, I'm getting it texted. It was not from a you. month later. I was shopping at Christmas and I didn't buy it until mid March. Oh, that's true. So it was a few months. Because I had done my research and I was like, this is, I have to wait till right. I can do this. It was funny. You look back at the progression of our texts and it's like, you're starting with a good, solid, like, you know, switchable DSLR, right? Basic DSLR. <laughs> then a month later, it's like, the next version, the more recent version of that one. And then you go to March and you're like, so I'm thinking about getting a brand new <laughs> Sony A4 1400 or whatever it is. Am I, yeah, 6400. 6400. Well, I was originally, now, I will say the A4 or the A6400 was a weird decision for me to make. True. Because I was going in expecting to be a Canon boy. Yeah. And I was going to get their full frame, like, entry level mirrorless. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because it was the exact same the price. Time. And I went into that Best Buy. Yeah, but it's a starter. Like, I have to be smart and not, you know, get the... I can't be getting the R5. 
like it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. not gonna not happen. the time <laughs> for those of you who don't know anything about cameras uh the r5's uh pricey yes i think it's very. like 2500 yeah, i think so with and then the like lens. with the right lens like the lens i wanted is probably closer to like three grand yeah so i was walking out and i just saw the sony one sitting there and the a6400 the only thing i didn't like about it was that it was a smaller sensor but mm-hmm. i pulled out my review and i was like everything was still so positive about it and i like I pulled out my phone i was like reading reviews i watched a youtube video in best buy <laughs> and somebody did this whole video and they're like yeah no like this like somebody that I trust too, that I watch a lot of their reviews mm. for things, they're like, "This has a smaller sensor, but it's a way better camera for everything." So I like, like picked it up, slamming your credit card on I, the like, fucking table. I held down the shutter. You know, it sounded like a fucking mini gun. It was just mm. like, and I was like, "Oh, that's so fast." You're like, "I'm I'm ready." And I went over and I said, um, "Do you have this in the store?" And they were like, "No, we don't have it in the store." Oh, that's right. You had to get it shipped. And I'm usually a person who'll be like. I guess I can't take it then. I had it shipped to my house that day. I was like, <laughs> I'm not losing this high that I'm on. <laughs> like, if I'm, I'm in this headspace, I'm going camera. for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not waiting around anymore. Yeah, and so that was the one time that I, like, made, like, a split-second decision mm-hmm. for me. Like, with that, like, quick That's bit good. of research, I was like, you know what? Fine, let's go for it. And I've been very happy with it. Yeah, no, that, you've honestly sold me on Sony. You and our friend Callum, who uses Sony as well, when we bought these microphones, we did the same thing. We were in the store and we're like, oh yeah, we've seen these before. These are dope. And then because you and I are together, which is always a dangerous thing when we're wanting to both buy something, we convince each other of it. And then also Kennedy's there telling us both, oh, you guys should just, you guys should just do it. Which if we hadn't have done it, we wouldn't have actually started the podcast when we did. That's true. Yeah. Maybe we wouldn't have even started it now. Yeah, we would have probably still been talking about it. Right. And, like, I know just from the tons of research I've already done on this, because my dumbass, I was, <laughs> when I was thinking about like getting into podcasting stuff, mm-hmm. I was so like far ahead with it. Cause I'm like, <laughs> what can it become? Right, right, right. You're thinking what kind future of state. sick gear can I buy? I think that's why I get into hobbies is just for the gear. I love gear. Literally, love the new s- technology is oh, amazing. <clears throat> so, like, yeah, I'm looking at, like, $5,000 microphones and, like, mm-hmm. the benefits of certain types of microphones over others. Yeah. And then I think we both made a reasonable choice and said, okay, let's, let's be- <laughs> see if we even like this. We right. could hate it. Right. And to some people, it might seem like we hate it because it seems like we put it off all the time. <laughs> That's just called human nature, folks. But yeah, we don't hate it. I think I feel so much pressure for it to be good because it's something we're releasing out to the world. Mm. And anybody could listen to it. Yeah, yeah. That does give me a little bit of like, like oh, I, I need to, to make sure peak. that I'm in the right place mm-hmm. before I do it. Agreed. But I really do enjoy doing it. Yeah. So I don't know. And you know what's really sad now? As people are listening, they're going, this is your best? <laughs> this, this, is you. this is your peak mental capacity for this shit? <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, no, for real. I feel like we've actually um, been pretty good about that. Especially since you've been here and we've been doing this in person. Which this is... This is still... Okay, thanks, babe. <laughs> this is still so weird to be in person, like, sitting 
across from you doing now this. Now looking at like the sides of each other's heads as we look yeah. at our computers. We're like having like awesome. eye contact the whole time we're talking. It's great. I actually don't like it. I think I prefer through a screen. <laughs> Can we sit in separate rooms? <laughs> but I feel like we've been pretty good about double checking that we're in the right headspace. Because mm-hmm. I mean the past fucking three nights we've tried. We've we actually were going to stick to the schedule and then literally after like work and the fucking shit we've been through or whatever. We just like every evening we looked at each other and be like, tomorrow? Yeah, let's try tomorrow. And next day? Uh, let's try tomorrow. Sometimes that's how it works out. Yeah. So thank you, all 22 of you, for being patient. Yeah, for real. All 10 of you. We appreciate you. The thing around. is, I know we'll post eventually. Yeah. And it'll be fairly close to the time that we want it to be, but it may not be precise. And, you know, I got a really good bit of like affirmation today. I was watching that podcast I was telling you about earlier today, pre-recording. Yeah, yeah. Sad Boys. They also mm. spell it B-O-Y-Z. So I think oh. we're just like... We're On the same We're related, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they just started like re-uploading again after... It feels like it's been like at least quite a few months. Mm. So to, you know, Jordan Jarvis, thank you for affirming me. If you're one of our tens of listeners, <laughs> can you imagine? Get us on the pod, <laughs> Cheers, or come on our pod. Like, I know this is a shit show. You might not want to take it into your house, but if you want to come over and hang out with us for a bit, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we're we're cool, we're cool with, with that. I enjoy it every single time, no matter what. Because sometimes I have mad anxiety about it too, where it's just like, oh shit, like I gotta like make sure I'm on the top of my game, make sure I'm like keeping up with Corbin, that sort of thing. But then at the same time, it's like, that's going to make me overthink this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make it feel disingenuous. I think that's why the tequila really does help. I like, think so. I totally agree. It just like knocks us back <clears throat> for a second. It's, yeah. It's the same thing as like eating spicy wings, right? Like mm-hmm. Sean's actually a genius. Honestly though, because it Sean, breaks down those barriers. If you're one of our tens of listeners, Sean Evans from Hot Ones. Come on ours, and we will not be as good at interviewing as you, but we will still interview you. Just Tell me Hot Boys would not be a great guest for Hot Ones. Like I can already hear Sean Evans saying, the Hot Boys of podcasting are now on the the hottest show on YouTube. I think that's one of the manifestations that we need to do. Yeah. Even just for the next And if all y'all can manifest for us. I'm not sure if that's still... A thing? Are people still talking about manifesting? So. Or do I need to change my Tinder bio? <laughs> no, you still... The manifesting still peak, uh, peak game. I told you about that on my Tinder bio, right? Yeah, I can't remember. It exactly says, I hate to break it to you, ladies. It's me. <laughs> I'm the one you manifested. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. No, I think that's still... That's still very, very with the times. Because we have a small audience. We do. We want that audience to have babies. <laughs> and make more audience. And make more audience. But fully adult babies that can listen to this and we don't have to edit ourselves. Full head of hair. Should we just start full doing... Head of teeth. Yeah, full head of teeth. I love that phrase. <laughs> Should we just start doing a kid's podcast where we're just loud? My God, what the fuck was that shit that you Kennedy just showed us sparkles. the other day? I don't think we want an educational kid's podcast because that only gets certain numbers of kids. You want that, that like, scary. annoying YouTuber kids podcast? Right, that just gets millions of fucking... Yeah, because all you have to do is just scream oh, Jesus. and have really high energy for 30 minutes. I didn't even know. 
I didn't even know kids' podcasts were a thing until Kennedy brought it up the other day. And, like, it's cool, right? Because there's, like, kids' TV shows and stuff. Right, right, so right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's... It makes I'm not trying to gatekeep sense. podcasts for kids or anything. <laughs> but, yeah, to, like, have to listen to a kids' podcast because the kids <laughs> yes. want to, like... Absolutely That's not. the weird thing about kids that, like, <laughs> scares me. It's, like, I would have to commit so many years of my life to, like, not getting to watch the shows that I want to watch anymore. Right. And listen to the podcasts I want to listen to anymore. Mm. Unless I'm alone. Yeah. And unfortunately with kids, you're not alone again for 18 entire years. 18 plus, maybe. I mean, I'll start listening to what I want again, though, I guess, when they're like 13 <clears throat> or 14. I'll be like, yeah. hey, you've grown enough sense now. That I could be like, hey, don't, this, I'm laughing at this, but don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's like with parenting, Kennedy and I have talked about this. I think when we have kids, we don't like, obviously, we don't want to expose them to things that are going to. That we enjoy or something that would be bad for them to listen yeah, you're not to. Yeah, like, hey, let's watch 300. Right. It's tits and gore, bud. <laughs> right. But at the same time. Being a parent doesn't mean, at least to me, that you have to change that part about you, about what you enjoy, because you're sharing that. And, like, there can be those conversations where, like, I mean, fuck, I don't care if my kid's like, oh, they said fuck, whoa, it's part of the English language, whatever. Anyway, I think, like, when it comes to enjoying podcasts and music and movies and TV shows... I'm not listening to kid podcasts. I'm sorry. Like, or music. I'm not listening to fucking Baby Shark and That's fucking kids bop stupid shit. And like, you don't have to listen to like Call Her Daddy with your kids, right? Like, right, exactly. You like, can find like an hour yeah. a week to go listen to Call Her Daddy on your own. Right. But like, yeah, you could listen to like Armchair Expert and be like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they said fuck, and maybe just like fast forward through like Matthew McConaughey talking about his parents like fucking. <laughs> right. You can still get something out of that's not call her daddy or something. It's still enjoyable. Yeah. And if you don't like, this is me, a person with no kids who's never raised a child. Same. He's taking care of a couple babies every now and again. Yeah. I feel like if you expose them to more like adult content and like the, not like, you know, Mm -hmm. nudity and gore and stuff, which is like adults having a conversation. Yeah. They're more likely to be like, hey, what is this? Instead of having someone like spoon feed the to them, they're like, do skyscrapers scrape the sky? And oh like, they just God. call them that because it's really tall. But you can't actually scrape the sky. Like, that's super dumb. And you so don't need dumb. to spoon feed a child that's, that. No, exactly. So they're not ever going to ask any questions. Whereas, like, it's if you're not listening an to another station, you yeah. know, they'll be like, hey, what's a skyscraper? And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a really tall fucking building. And they'll be like, cool our house Great. and you'll be like no you dummy <laughs> we live in a no house. you idiot and you drive by the city you go that's a skyscraper and they go oh that's really big and you're like oh. yeah things are different sizes <laughs> right and then you raise them to be more inquisitive and they actually yeah. like want to ask questions and learn things that's like a whole theory behind parenting right is like i can't stand when i see people talk to their kids like, they can't just understand normal conversation, and they talk in, like, a very specific tone and, like, use a baby voice and stuff with them. I'm like, they're still human. Like, talk to them like you would anyone else. And I feel like that, isn't it, I'm pretty, 
Okay, I, I'm not gonna say I'm pretty sure, but I'm almost positive. <laughs> it's like scientifically proven that like talking to children as you would like a friend or someone like that or an acquaintance or whatever, and like having more of the actual conversation and not dumbing it down just because they're a kid actually helps their development. Yeah. Like so much. So I think that's part of it. Like Kennedy and I have talked about that a lot recently of just like when we have kids, we're not going to just dumb shit down just because they're kids. Like, and I think a lot of people are scared. They're like, Oh, but you know, if I'm not like super careful about it, I'm going to fuck up my kid. And it's like, no matter what you're gonna do, you're gonna fuck up yeah, your kid. No matter what, literally. Because guess what? The world we live happen. in is a super fucked up place. Yeah. Something's gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Eventually. Right. So I'd rather give them the tools to deal with that. <laughs> and there are certain things you can obviously pretend pre prevent, uh, like major traumas and stuff like that. Like that takes hard work to put into. But there are still things that you're gonna do that eventually your kids are gonna disagree with, no matter yeah. what. And like that's what you have to try and prepare for is to like build a relationship where open communication about those things is accepted, I think. And be like, Hey, this is super fucked up that this happened. And be like, damn, you're right. Sorry about that. And you own up to it. Yeah. Like if I ever have a kid, you know, that's like, I'm really mad because you know, you got me these piercings when I was a kid. I'll be like, but dude, snake bites were sick. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be like, I get what you're saying, man. <laughs> Look at look at the fucking Hot Boys podcast just turned into a parent. Isn't that podcast. interesting though? Like some people they'll pierce their kids' ears, but you never see somebody's like, "Yeah, my kid should have snake bites." True. Why not? Yeah. Why are we drawing a line there? Why not? A little septum piercing. Yeah. Going to Claire's, you're like, take that fucking stud gun and <laughs> pierce this kid's eyebrow right now. Oh Jesus! It's terrifying that Claire's are still allowed to pierce ears. Honestly, like though. they can give some seventeen year old kid who's working for. You know, six fifty an hour wage. because they don't even know it's against the law. Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, you can pierce these people's ears. Just with line this it up as close as you can with a purple unsanitary sharpie. hole punch." Because <laughs> that's what it is. Because when you go into like a tattoo shop to get a piercing, like they yeah. have specialized needles that are like hollow and sharpened, so they right. like they go and they split right the ear. Whereas it's not just a fucking tagging gun from a goddamn Pack Sun. Yeah. Yeah, like you're literally like yeah, like you're tagging a cattle. <laughs> like it's just a hole punch that shoves like a relatively blunt object yeah. through a sizable amount of flesh. Right. And they're just like, okay, so I spent thirty seconds lining this up with a purple sharpie in my poor eyesight. Here we fucking go. And then maybe they show, some people do it amazing. And then they, but they still the don't have the tools. The mirror, and they're like, "Does it look good?" And the kid's like, "I'm seven. Yes." Yeah. What? What? The, what is the kid gonna do? Oh yeah. And comparatively speaking, yes, these are even. Like Come you've on. never gotten your ears pierced, so you don't know no. this piece. When they do say like, "Hey, is it good?" Because like I went into like a tattoo shop to get mine done, but they're yeah, still yeah. like, "Okay, is that kind of where you want it?" So you're like looking, but it's really hard. From your eyeballs to see both your earlobes. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh God. So you're kind of looking at them. You're like, okay, keep this earlobe in mind and then flip it around <laughs> to be the other direction. I think it's good. I, yeah, sure. I'm more like, I'm trusting you. This is your job. Mm-hmm. And that's why I came here. Trust the professionals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like one of the scariest parts about getting a tattoo, I think. 
is when they draw it on with the so, like, Do you like the placement? Oh. And it's that the, blue. The, and the blue just never looks quite right in my Exactly. Brain. So thank God Kennedy has been with me through every tattoo that I've gotten. So I'm like, I understand this is my body we're talking about here. And like, I appreciate you being like, hey, you do you. Give me some fucking advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, tell me if this looks stupid or not. And that's the thing too, is I like, I know it's, tattoo artists live in like a weird space because like some people will be like i want it here and they're like yeah i know from like Experience. the rules of art yeah. and things i learned being like a tattooer that you shouldn't put it there but most people will get like really salty about it and be like, i'll find somebody else who'll do it then right because like there are certain rules for tattoos that will like just make them look better like mm. you follow the natural design of your body right yeah, like, yeah. you don't go against like curves and lines mm. of your body I know at the end of the day, this is my tattoo, but you're right. going to know where it looks exactly in this area. I'm like, I want it in this area. Right. You set it up how mm-hmm. you think it'll look best. You're trusting. You've got to trust the professional. If you truly are having them do something like that, <clears throat> like, you know, you trust their opinion right at that point. And so I feel like I have always asked my tattoo artists, like when they put the template on, they know they're placing it there for a reason. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, actually, that looks sick. Like, that's better than what I was expecting. Yeah. So then it's all again, part of the process. There, you should also make sure that you're finding good artists. True. Um, there is, again, research. There are some nightmare artists. True. I agree with that. Um, yeah, no, there's definitely research that needs to go into it, as you and I are familiar with. <laughs> Like, if it's your friend's brother's roommate, and he's doing it in his college dorm. And he just started doing stick and pokes. He might be a prodigy. Could be. He might also give you something that you hate. But here's another thing. Don't be sad about bad tattoos. Like, I have some bad True. tattoos, and I like them. I don't think any of yours are bad, though. I've got some dumb ones, and some okay, ones that dumb is different aren't bad. really great. Like, my little, my little hip boy yes, is all, like, worn down because I got it in a dumb spot. <laughs> Like, in 10 years, it's going to be unrecognizable. Right. Like the mims. Yeah. As a general rule, uh, just to, you know, live your life by, Mm. don't have um, your shitty tattoos and your super exposed areas. Yeah. I think it was you that actually explained this. And this, I feel like, changed my perspective on tattoos. Is like, people get so caught up and the placement of tattoos and stuff like that. And even if, like, let's say right after you get the tattoo, you're like, oh, but I could have done this. A month, six months, a year, ten years from now, you're like, oh, man, what a cool time in my life. Like, mm-hmm. no matter where you get the tattoo, no matter what it is, I feel like it's always going to, rem- like, bring you back to that exact moment of that time of your life. Or at least that's how I look at mine. And, like... I'm so happy with where I got my tattoos because I'm just like, holy shit, that was so like ridiculous that I did that. And or... it's fun to have tattoos in spots that you don't look at often. Yeah. Like my Hot Boys tattoo, like every now and then I'll catch sight of it. And I'm like, I forget that I have that. And it <laughs> fills me <laughs> yeah. with joy. Like my Same. one on my hip, mm-hmm. I rarely ever see it. But every now and then, you know, I'm like pulling catch off my towel in the bathroom and I'm like, I see you. What's up, boo? What's up? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. And they're just fun, and they're like little memories, and they make you happy. Exactly. Like, I'm super into it. People get so caught up, I think, in the, the permanence of permanence, them. Permanence, for sure. 
And once you get your first tattoo, you lose that, I think, a little bit. The first tattoo is also a mind fuck. Like, yeah. you stare at it, and, like, you spend a while, you're like, what did I just do? Mm-hmm. And then, like, your first, like, bigger tattoo, like, I'm sure that one that mm-hmm. you have, because it's so dark, is, like, yeah. at times, it's like, damn, I've really made a very large adjustment <laughs> to my body. Yeah. But, but every day so I fucking look at it, and I'm fun. like, yes! Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so stoked about it. And that's how you know you got good tattoos. True. You like them. That's true. I almost, this is not part of your Christmas gift, but it's on my list of things that I was thinking about getting you. Is like a tattoo thing, like a like, stick and poke. No, like a gift card or something like that. Oh. To like a, but like I didn't have the time to do the research to like know where I wanted to go or what. Like I was gonna be like, hey, we should go get another matching tattoo. I do need a new tattoo soon, though. but like, we could still bad. do that. <laughs> I'm gonna get fucking little pig boy. I know my that's gonna tattoo. be so good. Are you either that or my lady reaper? I want to do the Lady Reaper because that's the one I've been waiting for the longest. Yeah. But Little Pig Boy is the first one that I've like actually drawn up myself. Mm-hmm. That one's going to be To give sick. like some reference to somebody. That one's going to be funny. So um, I have a few, yeah, that I want still on this arm as my sticker sleeve. Sticker sleeve, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. Should put your hobbit st- uh, tattoo there. <laughs> Another one? Yeah. <laughs> Every day that goes by, like, I get kind of more and more into the idea of just getting Taco Bell on my knuckles just because it's funny. that one has stuck with me. Like, whenever I think of hand tattoos, that's what I think of. dumb, but, like, also so many times people get stuff tattooed on their knuckles, and I'm like, that's, like, some fake deep bullshit. Right? Like. Yeah. Or they'll get, like, somebody's name tattooed on their knuckles, and, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like, I guess I get it. If it's like maybe your kid or something, but then I'm sticking to either two kids with four letters in their name or one kid with eight letters. Otherwise, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Bro, the kids are going to be like, what? I'm above your knee. So then you have to do the next knuckles. Yeah, and you can't like show those easy. Actually, I think you can show those kind of easier lined up, but but then you're just, that's a lot of words on your knuckles. Agreed. And then like, you know, I don't know, people do like, And say, so, like, persevere, but that doesn't fit on the knuckles. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes people do, like, you know, these words that, like, at the end of the day, you're like, you got a knuckle tattoo. Like, why are you trying to make it so deep? Right. So I just want Taco Bell just because I think I can make it look sick. And people would be like, oh, this guy's kind of mm. hard. Damn. And like, what are your knuckle tattoos saying? You're like, oh, let's say Taco Bell. Oh, it's uh, Taco Bell. And they're like. I bet you could get some free Taco Bell. I didn't even think about that as a possibility, and you might be right. I bet you could. Almost positive. Yeah, I could tweet it. Seem like yeah, I was gonna say they seem like a brand that would be like okay, that's dope. I think before the black card for Chipotle. Yeah, you get a black card for Taco Bell. I'm saying, dude, Chipotle fits. No, it does not. Whoa, shit. I might be able to get the black card to pull it. <laughs> I like um, Kennedy designed a sticker for our podcast. And maybe if you interact with us enough and give us content and that sort of thing, we might send you one. But it's a, it's a sticker of two hands next to each other with two hot boys tattooed it's, it's on dope. its knuckles. It's and a super dope sticker. 
She made me a special one that just says Taco Bell. Yeah, true. That was a special one. I think the thing is, though, is like, if I were to get Taco Bell or now that I've learned this, Chipotle. Chipotle. If I were to get either of those tattooed on my knuckles, I'd have to have the backs of my hands tattooed first. For sure. So that they're not just like, this guy's insane. Going like he's unhinged in some way. Yeah, I think you'd have to have hand like I want to already have like yeah hand tattoos to be like Mm. no I just enjoy ink and I want to make you part of my collection of art and they'd be like (laughs) that's so sick. Do you want like so Frida's and this dope vegan (laughs) soy rizo for life? And I'd be like yes I do. (laughs) Okay, I have to pee. I'm sorry. I'm about to. Today's episode is brought to you by having eight knuckles. There's so many things you can tattoo on your eight knuckles. You can do two four-letter words. You can go the classic Steve-O route of fucking shit. And then when you're older and wiser, get them laser removed. Or you can make the fiscally responsible decision like I might in the next five to ten years and get Chipotle tattooed on your knuckles. Because then you might be able to get that fabled Chipotle black card. The one that gets you free Chipotle forever. I want to be sick of Chipotle because it was free. How cool would that be? Or you get Taco Bell, which is honestly still might be the direction I go. Because if I can get free Taco Bell, that's way better than free Chipotle. But here's to having eight knuckles. And if you're born with fewer knuckles, that's fine. You can do shorter words that it would look weird if you left a couple blank knuckles, you know? So you can do seven letter words or six letter words if you've got less than eight knuckles. And if you're one of those lucky few that's got more than eight tattooable knuckles, my God, the world has opened up for you. You should be grateful for it. Well, power 10 already hour 10 already we didn't even get to the topic you want to talk about no wait it's it's, it's, it's like, one that can wait till next time i think your sister's coming into town mm-hmm. i think we should have her on i'm down with that because that'll and we'll have had all the sisters mm-hmm. that i'm blood related to and then yep. we'll move into steps we'll literally have all the blood siblings on after that yeah because we had quent too yep so we're on Katie, if you're listening to this, fucking buckle up, bitch. We're on the quest. We go. <laughs> we're we're gonna catch them all. Yep. Um. So yeah, look forward to that next. I think it would. Yeah, it would be next episode. Wild. Be our Christmas episode. We wanna be the very, very best, best that no pod ever was. was. <laughs> <laughs> we should do next episode with Katie. Let's do a video episode, and we'll work Christmas shit. All right. Should we make a special um, Hot Boys podcast cookie? We do our uh, oh. cookie decorating. Like the little yes, definitely. Let's make one roundy boy. Yeah, and, and then, some black frosting. Yeah, and some bright ass red frosting. Yeah, a little bit of pink frosting. Hell yeah, let's do it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for sticking around. We thanks appreciate you. I think we might have been real quiet that whole episode. We might have been, but. I'll figure it out. (laughs) Jack up that audio. All right. We love you. Love you. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being around. You. Peace. Peace.